episode 13 of orlando out of context i'm brian and i'm stephanie make sure you follow us on instagram at orlando out of context and visit us at orlando out of context.com and then make sure to listen and subscribe on itunes spotify and google play and so we have a special guest welcome lizette we have a guest today <laughs> hey and uh we will get in and get started with our guest here momentarily but make sure you stay till the end because we're going to announce our key australia sunglass winner at the end of this episode so stay tuned uh the winner has been selected and stephanie will let everyone know so listen (laughs) so listen all the way through so welcome lizette Hello. And how do you pronounce your last name? Samaniego. Samaniego. Yeah, it looks more complicated than what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Samaniego. So I'm going to have to... Samaniego. I have yeah. to say it a few times and then... Yeah, I'll a lot of people get like like crazy about it. Like, what is it? Salmon tea? tea. No, I'm like, no. no Samaniego. <laughs> like this, like pretty like simple. Like salmon. Diego. <laughs> exactly. Like, like salmon and Diego. Yeah, there you go. Had a baby. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> So welcome, uh, Stephanie. I think we I, I we were trying to decide today how I ran into her on Instagram. I think she followed us, and then I reached out to her because on her profile it says that she's a writer and she's spiritually gifted and she's a relationship coach. And I'm very drawn to those things. Mm. Like I'm very interested in people that are spiritually gifted and people that are open to all things in life like tarot cards and crystals and like being positive and just feeling vibes and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff so i reached out to her and i was like do you want to you know talk with us and she was like sure <laughs> so here we are this is like the first time we're meeting her we're just you know i want to talk and listen to what she has to say about her path in life so we talked about it uh we went on a little adventure this morning and then the car ride back to uh, come and record, uh, I said, let's go through the different items that she has that describes her mm-hmm. on her Instagram profile. And you kind of kind of talk about that and give us a little bit more enlightenment on what each of those pieces of you mean to you. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, so Stephanie, you said the number one thing on her profile is that she is a writer. writer. So what kind of writing do you do? I think at least you have a blog for sure right you have a website yes and i've written a couple articles for different websites and i do a lot of um kind of behind the scenes writing for people um but i'm literally like i never went to school for anything that i do (laughs) everything has kind of just downloaded to me and that's how my writing comes out okay like everything on my blog is stuff that suddenly i sit down and it just all comes together and it happens to resonate a lot with people during the day. Like um, the same thing happens with my posts. Like I'll post something and it'll just be random to me and I'll have five DMs like, oh my God, it's like, you know what's happening. <laughs> it's like I hit it on the spot with everybody and I don't really do it on purpose. Sure. I just Sometimes kinda... you read things and it really speaks to you. Exactly. Like it really speaks to something that's going on or a feeling that you're internalizing that you haven't even verbalized to anybody in your life. Exactly. Which is kind of like where my relationship coaching and the whole gift comes into play. Because I kind of started um, learning 
all about it, like trying to figure out, well, mm-hmm. okay, because I had this gift ever since I was a kid, but I always avoided it. Obviously, you're a kid. You don't want to deal right. with anything. And when I got up to maybe like my 18, 19 years old, mm-hmm. I started kind of exploring a little bit more about it. And I got curious about it. Sure. And then I still was like, yeah, whatever, next time. And <laughs> and then I kept ignoring, ignoring, ignoring. And then when I was like 22, I had this huge life crisis. And um, I was like going through legal issues and a whole bunch of like stressful, very like dragging situations. Mm-hmm. And I was literally pushed into like meditating where it kind of just clicked for me. Right. After I started meditating, I was able to literally shut off my head. <laughs> like face and, yourself. Exactly. And yeah. listen to what they were really trying to tell me for years. Mm-hmm. So then after that, I kind of just started listening and i'm a very good listener now <laughs> <laughs> so tell me uh not to give not to unveil your whole life mm-hmm. story but i kind of want to take let's take it in chunks so you talked about uh as you were a kid you kind of had these signs now probably that you look back now you know more what oh, they yeah. were so tell us what kind of signs did you have that pointed in the direction <laughs> when you look back now that pointed in the direction that yes i have Gifts. Well, I would hear voices. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I would hear voices and I would talk to something. I don't know what it was, uh-huh. but it was always something I spoke to ever since I was a kid. Okay. I always, like every time I was alone, I would hear people or like things mm-hmm. and then I would reply and I had full conversations <laughs> as a kid, but wow. I always remember not doing it. Like as soon as somebody came into the room, I'd be like, nothing. Mm-hmm. And it was always like that throughout my entire life. Like even when I was like, when I first started meditating, it mm-hmm. all it was always like that. Like I always spoke and heard, but then as soon as somebody else came in, I was like, oh no no no, okay stop. Right. Like I always thought I was talking to myself, of course. Like, right. <laughs> like I'm just a very good person that has very good you know response to herself. Sure. But with time, um, I started picking up on the fact that. The knowledge that I was getting back wasn't something I knew, like, for my age and stuff like that. So then diving even further, now jumping kind of ahead. So those voices are coming from um, individuals who are are past? Anything. Anything. (laughs) It can be an archangel. It could be an angel. It could be a spirit. Okay. It could be... uh, they're called like um, Arcturians, but they're like aliens type of thing. Okay. Like if in the human mind, it would be called a hu- uh, the alien. human mind. <laughs> <laughs> it would be a, a you know an alien, a common thing like that. So there's a lot of different like varieties of aliens. Okay. <laughs> so you get knowledge, a lot of the knowledge, and I and I also speak to like gods. Okay. It's very weird, but <laughs> okay. um, and that's kind of why I don't um, relate to any religion. Mm-hmm. Like I'll, I relate to all of them actually. Okay, like I can easily sit in and and completely understand their point of view and kind of see where they are coming from and what they believe in. Um, but at the end of the day, it's not like I'm going to join them. <laughs> right. It's kind of like I'm just open enough to understand all of them, and I think it's mostly because I've kind of come from that um, path where I know the actual ones that meant for this to happen and so then it's kind of different for me so in your daily spiritual journey do you take from 
different religions then? Like, do you take practices from different oh, religions? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm no, I have no, like, my entire family is super religious. Mm-hmm. Ever since I was a kid, everybody's been super religious, church, Sunday, the whole deal. Mm-hmm. Um, I was never... And I'm guessing Catholic. Yep. Because <laughs> she, she revealed to us uh, <laughs> that she's from Panama, right? Yeah. So I'm guessing Catholic. Yes. So, so super Spanish, like, full-blown, all this is, like, witch stuff. Like, right. <laughs> as soon as I started kind of, like, revealing a little bit more of myself to my family, they were like, what so do like, they um accept you for who you are or do they think that it's a negative energy and they don't want to be around you because of it oh no like at the beginning everybody was like yeah whatever because i'm also like a huge jokester mm-hmm. and i've been the jokester in the family my entire life mm-hmm. so then every time i spoke they were like oh whatever lizzie's bullshitting can i cuss by the way you can <laughs> we say whatever the fuck we want <laughs> okay just making That's sure the rule number one <laughs> so <laughs> So I would, everybody's like, yeah, Lizzie's just bullshitting. Like, it's just sarcasm all the way. And I would be like, no, seriously. And it was such a hard time to transition from everybody thinking I was joking. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And still happens with some friends that I haven't talked to in, like, years. So, yeah, it's, it's, throughout time, it was tough at the beginning for them to accept it. But now everybody seeks guidance of course <laughs> exactly and they did it back then too like before they would ask for it but then they would be like oh yeah and not believe it like half-ass it uh-huh. and then later on now everybody's full-blown because now everybody sees like yeah <laughs> so yeah okay so one of the other one of the bullet points was a light worker and then like i think your most recent post like showed a little bit more about this mm-hmm. and what what does that mean to you a light worker a light worker to me is um and it'll mean different things to different people depending on how your gifts come in and all that but to me being a light worker is you just work with light beings so that means i don't speak to dead spirits from like they've been here and Mm -hmm. are here just because they haven't like finished their path which be more of a medium exactly because they can because they'll like call them in and like speak to yeah i don't do that like i don't i don't like that at all so do they try to contact you and yes. you have to push them out? Yes. You have to push them away. So it's like a constant, um, I have to set my boundaries. I have to make sure like my spiritual team knows I don't want any contact with these type of beings. And it, it generally doesn't happen to me. I don't think I'm like set to be, I, even though I have the gift, I don't think I'm set just to be a medium. Mm-hmm. Just like I'm not set just to read cards. Like to me, it's like way broader. Um, but yeah, I'll have like a spirit come to me um not too long ago i had one who was like very like i, I always get like heebie-jeebies when, mm-hmm. <laughs> when i see them or like hear them just because it's like unknown from a no, it's like an unknown energy compared to every other energy i feel daily right so as soon as i feel it i'm like aware of it you recognize it right exactly after. and then um they'll start talking to me or trying to talk to me and then i'll just set boundaries like no if you want me to talk to somebody (laughs) you bring the person to me i don't talk to you you bring the person and then i'll listen Mm -hmm. um and that's how i deal with it but i don't do like i don't invoke them or anything like that so (laughs) the thought that comes to my mind is like i'm guessing you have like a job yeah like because you have to make money right because this is not is this is not Is this a full-time? Do you, do you Half and half. You it's half like half. a part-time, yeah. So it's a part-time. Turning into a full-time. But thing, like, yeah. the kind of like, if you're like just driving along or you're in the middle of work and you have this uh, thing that you have to deal with, mm-hmm. like, do you have to like <laughs> drop things and like so, deal with it? 
what's interesting is like i'm also a project manager okay for a building company okay um or house custom home builder anyways um so during the day i have a lot of flexibility in my job okay. that i'm not always speaking to somebody mm-hmm. like i'm not always kind of in the middle of something and i'm always kind of driving around going to job sites and that type of stuff and that's sometimes where it'll come in okay but it's when you kind of have balance of within your energies and all that it kind of doesn't just pop in right. like that it does if you go to a freaking like ghost tour oh my god don't do that like because <laughs> you get them all like they're all chatty cathies they all want to talk to you they all uh-huh. they all want to know the scoop they want to tell you bring me this do that da, da, da. and if you're not like if you're if your gift isn't like well shaped or like mm-hmm. you're not balanced it can influence your life in a very bad way okay just because you're it's like being naive in mm. and going into the wolf's cave i'm and... just so interested in all of this like for a long time um i don't know i've had a lot of readings i've had a, like a lot of tarot card readings a lot of sessions with with medians uh people who say they're spiritually gifted and each one of them being different mm-hmm. you know like you say they they're each bringing different things to the table when i sit down with them and I just, I'm obsessed with it. I don't know why it's always been something that interests me. Hmm. Just, just, I'm trying to understand what the other person is going through. Like, the person with the gifts. Like, what it is that they get. Like, what it is that you're experiencing or, Well, you like, start getting an interest for it. Which, to me, like, when I didn't want to listen, I got an interest for cards. And then I would just buy cards. And I didn't know really what I was doing. I was, like, 17. I was just playing cards, literally. But then with time, I figured out, like, within months, I could pull one card out and know what was it about. And it wasn't, like, on a book or, yeah. <laughs> or yeah, written so on a like, card. I brought these cards here that my mom gave me these cards. Um, it's, a, it's a deck of tar- Halloween tarot cards because mm-hmm. I love Halloween. And, you know, I'm just, like, interested in it. But then I look through the cards and they just don't mean anything to me. And then but you said it <laughs> came with, like, a, you said it came with an instruction with book. Yeah. It's, like, a college textbook. Like... And I'm just thinking, like, how could I ever learn about all this? So this is this is kind of let me kind of spin this since Stephanie brought it up. So when we're talking about like cards and somebody who is not as gifted, mm-hmm. say their level of being gifted is not like as, you just have an intense interest, as yours. Yeah. yeah, you just have an interest. What value do the cards have to them if they're let's say, um, reading the cards just themselves and following along in a textbook? That's a great question because to me, to me, cards are just like a tool. Mm-hmm. They're not necessarily your gift. They're not necessarily like, it's, it's not where it's at. Like the information comes to you. Mm-hmm. So once you see the card, it's like you, whatever comes to mind. And, and that is where I was going to go next where you, that's why you you probably don't get anything because um, from what I gather, you're not as open with your feelings with yourself. So in order to accept your gift and in order to see something, you have to be completely honest with yourself. And when you're not 100% there, then yeah, of course, you're going to look at something and you'll be like, mm, doesn't mean anything, bye. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and that happens a lot. Well, but it doesn't mean anything. I mean that I look at these cards and it just looks like a, like a different language to me. Like they each card has a different word, and some of them have numbers, mm-hmm. and some of them have symbols, 
And of course, I don't know what any of it means because I'm, I mean, I'm just the first deck of tarot cards I've ever picked up in my whole life. Mm-hmm. So, of course, if I took the time to mm-hmm. read it and understand it, just like if I took the time to learn a new language, I would understand it. Yeah. You know, but we don't all have gifts, you mm-hmm. know. But, but think, you... I don't by any means think that I do. No, it's no, just no, a, but we all do have an intuition. Have. Yeah. And we all have that. Like, we can all develop our intuition and you don't have to be like the best you know tarot reader to know how you feel about something that's kind of something you have um and when it comes to cards you by by just looking at it and telling me that you're just looking at cards and like the symbol and you don't know what it means you're kind of already being close-minded about it because it's not about the meaning that the card says it's what you're feeling you know what i mean so you're kind of already putting it in a little box saying no i can't not this because you know i don't know the language but what if you do you know you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so. One of our favorite um, actresses, well, she's not really an actress. Holly Madison, um, she used to be a Playboy model. She's a, she's she's a, um, a reality, she's kind of like, an yeah, ex-reality reality yeah. She always, like, she's into this stuff. She's into, like, Halloween. She's into, like, Disney and, mm-hmm. and Universal and, like, really kiddie stuff. Even though she's got kids, she her, her soul is really childish. And she always, uh, I see on her Instagram doing stories, she'll just like flip a card over mm-hmm. and there'll be like a little candle and like, a, and she just will flip the card and just leave it. Like mm-hmm. she won't say anything or, yeah. you know, so, you know, I just wonder like what she's doing with her cards. Cause it's, she doesn't claim to be gifted yeah. either. Well, it she speaks doesn't... to everybody differently. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like if I've done reading sometimes on my ig where i'll post like three cards yeah and i see uh posts of yours that's why i brought the cards where she you'll just hold cards up and then take a photo of the cards that you've pulled exactly and then in the description i'll kind of be more open about the message and if you can tell like if you read the message it has like if you look at the cards you're like how did she get that yeah because it's you know it's it's the message that comes through not necessarily the the image and the and it'll be different parts of the image that will come to me like I brought my cards too, um, but I always carry them. <laughs> so, but um, yeah, if you want, I can read you later. That'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. That, so I mean, can, yeah, that would be good to, if you don't mind, to catch no, on. No, no, no. We can rearrange the mics a little bit if you need more space, and we can kind of do that. So, but I want to go through the rest of yes. her mm-hmm. description. Let me not get too deep into my <laughs> personal agenda. Um, and let's talk about your relationship coaching. Yes. So a lot of your blog posts were about that. And then I saw like a place where you could request to have an appointment mm-hmm. made with you. Um, how does that interact with your gifts? And or is it well, a personal choice? Mm, like, is that? Well, I kind of started, um, like I said, I started kind of discovering my gifts. So then as I started discovering at the beginning, I thought, oh, I can just read cards. Great. Like I can just do readings. And then I was like, well, but this seems pretty bland. Mm-hmm. Like, after I did a reading, although it was very, like, I love, I get so pumped after I get readings. Like, <laughs> after I give readings, after I give a session, I'm, like, so excited for life. And the person might be crying their eyes. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God, you're going to live. You're going to be so happy. <laughs> and the person is like, really? Because it feels pretty shitty right now. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I got it. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, so I started reading, and then as it came, I noticed more and more I would attract the same type of person. Like, it was always women. It was always women going through, like, a very traumatic, like, stage in their relationships. Because that's when they want to know stuff. That's when they... 
but but it was tell them you're gonna get married or (laughs) you're gonna meet your prince charming but they were all um coming out of like um abusive relationships and they were all ages they were all coming from abusive relationships or trying to get out of an abusive relationship and i was in an abusive relationship so i started kind of picking up on the whole thing Mm -hmm. and i was like oh that's pretty interesting so now there was this huge wave of women just coming out of abusive relationships then came in a wave of women who just don't know how to relate (laughs) and then a wave of couples that don't really know uh, like why they're not working even though they love each other and so that's how the relationship um, coaching came to be because with my gift i came to see that the purpose of my gift was really just to see how are you going to find love how to relate and everything that I get, like all the information I get, all the, like the stuff I write, it's always on love. Like so it works explaining, yeah, explaining how what love is, explaining how we should relate, explaining why you don't get to where you need to be, all that type of stuff. So mm-hmm. it's just relationship overall. And it sometimes I even help moms and kids. Like it's not specifically like partners. It's always um, all types of relationships. So that's how that came to be, and that seems to be like the strong chunk <laughs> of my gift. So do you have clients that you work with over time, like weekly, monthly, or is it just kind of a, a situation by situation? Um, situation by situation, but most of them are all like, nobody's shorter than three months with me, at least to start trying to figure things out for themselves. Yeah. That's and, cool. Yeah. So I work with individuals and I work with couples. So indiv- individuals who are in a relationship and they you know want to better themselves in that relationship do you ever work with people like that or do you choose to work with both parties present well i don't really choose anybody i work with okay (laughs) they kind of i have like if they're coming to my doors for Mm -hmm. something so i always there's always something there but most of them are all either couples and then i treat them individually and then themselves like in a couple session or um i'll have single women or men Mm-hmm. who are having just either they've just over the patterns that they had in the past and they're trying to figure out why they don't find, you know, love or right. a relationship or why isn't it working for me or just mm-hmm. life in general. Um, it's a very common thing these days, as you can see in the news. Everybody's kind of lost. Yeah. Everybody gets very, like, overwhelmed easily. And so it's our emotions aren't something we were kind of taught to figure out how to deal with. So that's why we we're all, like on something (laughs) we're always like either super mad or super angry or stressed or like there's there's always all these negative emotions going and rising up because we don't know how to deal with them right so it's a common thing so i do speak um to individuals themselves not necessarily usually if they're in a couple or like in a relationship Mm -hmm. they'll both be there okay yeah cool so tell us a little bit about your relationship with orlando like how long have you lived here what area do you live in? What's some of your favorite stuff in Orlando? Because this is ties back in because we're an Orlando podcast. So we yes. like, even though they were talking about this isn't mm-hmm. a great subject, but we kind of like it sometimes. Tie, and this is kind of an odd place. That we should have probably asked that in the beginning. <laughs> we but, can always. Yeah, no, it's fine. We'll just roll with it. So yeah, tell us about Orlando. And because you already mentioned to us that you're from Panama. So yeah. we have that history. So mm-hmm. tell us about your relationship with Orlando and Mm-hmm. You've, you've you've come and you've left and now you're back again so tell us a little bit well i lived in panama and then i moved here when i was about 
18, 19, maybe 20, I don't remember. Mm -hmm. And um, my sister already lived here. So that's how I kind of came here because I was like, oh, well, I want to change. I want to move. I'll go somewhere I already, you know, know somebody, one person at least. <laughs> and so I started kind of working. I started going to school, all the whole thing. I went to full sale for like a semester, maybe. <laughs> mm-hmm. What were and what were you? What were you studying? And probably you're there? still paying your student loans. Exactly. Twenty years <laughs> yeah. later. What were you? What were you studying? Um, I was doing web design. Okay. So then, um, I would work. I was working actually for Starwood, which is like the hotel yep. company yeah. and mm-hmm. all them. And I worked for their corporate office for like four years where they were fun as hell. I'll tell you that. Really? Um, yes. <laughs> it was a corporate call center, but it was like, it was like going to high school. Like <laughs> <laughs> everybody had their crowd. You could always take a break here and there and all that. I got along with everybody. Everything was great. I partied every week. It was, <laughs> it was all great. Um, and I used to live on this side of town, which would be like near SeaWorld. Um, mm-hmm. I would go partying and I was doing like the typical, like, latin stuff that people who are spanish <laughs> live in like his halfway to Kissimmee, <laughs> and then you'd party over there and, and you did everything there like uh-huh. there wasn't no brush you know you don't go anywhere else so then i moved away because i was kind of over it like i was kind of over that stage and um i wanted to know how like the adult life would be mm-hmm. in panama so mm-hmm. i went back to panama came, then four years there and then when i came back well, when I wanted to come back, I was thinking, where can I move mm-hmm. next? Like, what can I do? And then I was like, you know, I never really had a, like a bad experience in Orlando. Like, I really liked it. And then when I moved back, I didn't really resonate with the tourist area. The attractions area. Yeah, yeah. I, at all. Like, I felt very disconnected. Like, I didn't feel like it was a place where I could do stuff I liked. So then I started doing a lot of stuff downtown Orlando. Mm-hmm. So I would go to ember i would go to like downtown bars and stuff like activities that they mm-hmm. would have and then i started going to ivanhoe boulevard mm-hmm. the bars and restaurants there and then i really liked that area and that whole vibe on college park mm-hmm. and then i was like oh my god this would be so awesome to live here mm-hmm. exactly. <laughs> and then um i found a job that actually is in college park and that's how i ended up actually moving completely over there then i just moved over there like a year after i got the job so then, ever since then, I've loved that area. Just College Park, mm-hmm. Ivanhoe, Thorne. There's some nice neighborhoods. We're just, you know, with the podcast, we're just exploring because we basically lived our life in the attractions area. Yeah. yeah. But now this is helping this us. This morning to we were out. up north in the Milk District and mm-hmm. uh, we, had we went to, and... what was the place? Sevens? Seven, mm-hmm. seven, Sevens Bites. Sevens Bites. Seven Bites, yeah. Yeah. Which was really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love good. it all. I love all that area downtown. I think. I think I love it because everybody is very, um, like, it's very local. Like, mm-hmm. there's not that many people from outside. And you can really get, like, a vibe for how people are there and, and the art and how they express themselves. And it's, I just really love that part. And I'm, I started actually doing the, um, I think it's the first Thursday of the month, mm-hmm. the art stuff. Okay. Where, I don't know if you've heard of that I yet. I haven't. So every we we like art. I like art. Yeah. So every first Thursday of the month, they'll have galleries and they'll have art stuff open, and you can go over there and just walk around. And they'll have wine walks and type. They'll have a whole bunch of stuff doing with museums and art and all that deal. Cool. And it's really cool just to go out and see local artists and local stuff. It's really awesome. That's cool. Yeah, we. I definitely enjoy enjoy that area, Mills Fifty, and you Mm -hmm. know and uh thornton park as well and it's 
it's nice to kind of get out of the attractions box yeah. for mm-hmm. for me and for Stephanie. We both our jobs are here in this area, mm-hmm. so living here makes sense, yeah. obviously. But uh, I definitely could could see how nice of a quality of life it would be to mm-hmm. live down there with all of those, you know, yeah. all all of the art, all of the new restaurants, and we're really like we've talked about last episode. Orlando is a boomtown, oh, and yeah. it just it's growing both. You know, these developers are growing it, but also with the local businesses that are popping up mm-hmm. and the restaurants and just the, the whole scene right now is, is Have good. you heard of um, Creative City Project? I think I might have, but what what is that? They do that in October, I think, or November, where they close downtown and it's okay. just art and um, artists doing either... They have everything. Every year is something different. Last year, they had a lot of different drum people and like acrobats and the whole thing. Cool. Like It was very, very awesome. It's, I think it's like 10, 15 bucks and you go in and it's like the entire down few blocks maybe. maybe oh, I less. think I just saw that on Instagram. I saw pictures of like aerial artists. Yes. And pe- the whole streets were just closed. Mm-hmm. Cool. They do that every year. It's really awesome. Like really nice vibe to go out and just chill and they have drinks and the whole thing and really entertaining. So living in that area kind of closer to downtown, what is like... We asked... Orlando Foodie Girl was on. She's an Instagram account. Mm-hmm. We asked her kind of what her... We asked a few questions. What was her favorite or like best kept Orlando secret in terms mm-hmm. of like a restaurant or bar? Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna ask you the same question. Shakers. Shakers. Mm-hmm. I heard of shakers. that was a quick answer. Sh- I like that. <laughs> oh, because it's like shakers is like breakfast at shakers is the bomb. Really? Yeah, and, and it's you this always <laughs> <laughs> and it was all and it's all like local people, so it's sure. not like packed. I mean, if you go like around nine thirty ten, it'll be packed. Where's it at? Um, Edgewater. Right off Edgewater. And they only serve breakfast and lunch. So okay. they're closed afternoons. But they're awesome. Even their lunch is good. Sandwiches. It's really small, but it's great. Her, if you would have seen her eyes. Yeah. She like, <laughs> breakfast, breakfast is my thing. <laughs> so then the other question that I'll follow up with that, and it might be have the same answer. Mm-hmm. So what is one place? It doesn't have to be um, even local. It could be a chain. But what's like one food establishment that you go to like every week at least frequent once a week is there one not really like once a week but one i would definitely like hit at least once a month would be tasty walk tasty walk i don't know if you've heard of it Mm -mm. i've been there a little yeah Yeah, it's a little hole in the wall yeah yeah yeah. my friend giovanni and i go seriously every time we sit down with this podcast (laughs) he goes everywhere without me tasty Uh, Tasty walk is when i'm gonna change that so tasty walk is really good and and the thing about Tasty Walk for me, because I grew up in California, mm-hmm. and so the mom and pop Chinese restaurants mm-hmm. um, oh, in California. Oh, walk. Tasty I Walk. I think like Tasty like, Walk. Like, like walk. I'm just imagining a, <laughs> like a trail full of ice cream no. for some reason. No. <laughs> walk, like W O K. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gosh. <laughs> the, the mom and pop mm-hmm. uh, Chinese restaurants were much better in California. Um, for some for some reason, maybe the, the Asian population is greater. Or, I don't know. Probably whatever. But uh, I lived in Oklahoma for a while. I've lived here, um, and the fried rice mm-hmm. in general is not the best mm-hmm. at the mom and pops here. But Tasty Walk, their mm-hmm. fried rice is freaking. And it's the bomb. same thing for me because in Panama, it's it's got a large Chinese Asian mm-hmm. just community. I think it has to do with so being more I, towards the west. Yeah, I think. and I grew up kind of. Um, going to that like yeah. i went to dim sum every sunday with my parents mm-hmm. da, da, da. 
um, my grandma was Chinese, so we were kind yeah. of blended into that whole deal. But um, when I moved here, it was so hard to find like Chinese or Japanese or whatever Korean food that was like similar to the one back home. Yeah. And then finally, I found this spot that was here on, on um, where's that Publix? It's like right here in Central Florida Parkway, I think. And it's but it's like let me tell you, they're Pearls? never they're never freaking open. Like <laughs> I don't know how they make money, but they open for like four hours. It's jam packed, and then they're closed for the rest well, of the day. You're gonna have to. We're gonna have to maybe f- figure out what it was. Yeah, so you can tell us. I'll, yeah, I'll tell you. It's like where there's a Publix somewhere over here. I'll, Pearls? No, it's not Pearls. But there's another one, and their food is just exactly like that. Like Tasty Walk? Yes. And I was like, oh my god! But then they're never open, so it's like you have to like hit and okay. run. We'll have to figure out which yeah, one it is. Yeah. So. It's I, I think it was that one and the one mm-hmm. I first found and then when I moved downtown I was like Tasty Walk. Oh <laughs> Tasty Walk is good. Yeah, it it's is. really good. And it's always open. <laughs> What's your th- what do you get at Tasty Walk? Um I get chow, beef chow, beef chow fong or beef pao fong, something like that. Okay. But beef. <laughs> and of course fried rice. <laughs> oh, their fried rice is I know. so good. It's so good. Mm. Mm-hmm. I want some Tasty Walk now. <laughs> we're so full from breakfast <laughs> the basil fried rice at um what's this hawkers is uh-huh. really good too i i like hawkers. i've been there's one been there once but i told stephanie I haven't been there she hasn't been there <laughs> but i told stephanie that because uh, stephanie's a little i don't bit, even know why i'm a part of this podcast <laughs> Ste- stephanie uh is a little bit pickier on the food uh than i mm-hmm. am but i told her i think hawkers hawkers menu is so huge she'll find mm-hmm. something that she likes yeah. at hawkers their menu is huge there mm-hmm. so it's good so to get a little personal, are you in a relationship or do you have children? Are you married? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Still no children. For love. No children. <laughs> no husband or marriage. Um, sort of single, you could say. So when you have gifts, sort of single, like you, it's complicated. That's why it's hard. <laughs> do you see your man far ahead? Like, do those gifts work for your own self? Oh, unfortunately, like, I wish they didn't. <laughs> I honestly wish I was normal and I could go blindsided into things. <laughs> and then just crash and burn eventually <laughs> like, <laughs> like the most of us do exactly like i don't i i don't i shouldn't say i hate but i just don't like knowing because then when you know you have to be okay with the fact that you know it's coming but it's not right now and that's even worse than anything because yeah. it's literally patience oh okay great i'll just sit here and wait get gray hairs <laughs> exactly <laughs> so yeah so it's a little bit difficult and especially like i'll try dating like normal people <laughs> mm-hmm. and then um i'll pick the person out like as the first night i'll know all his issues and i did that at the beginning of all my gifts where i wasn't like aware that everybody knew what they were going <laughs> and i went on a date and i started like telling the guy like Oh, you do that because you have like issues with your mom. Like you never had her, and I started like going on and on and on. Oh my god! And the guy was like, <laughs> so in his mind, he thinks you're just already trying to fix him and judge probably. Him. And I was like so like casual about it, like oh don't worry about it. <laughs> and then uh, we kept dating, which was surprising. But he just left me that day. Like, okay, I'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> I guess he had a lot to process. <laughs> So there's no way to separate things nope. in your life. You know, you just are flooded with all these thoughts. And, and It's part of me. That was kind of like the a big struggle because I kept on trying to do that. Like, okay, I'm gifted, but we can turn that off. Nope, you can't. This is so interesting. <laughs> so right now she's, you're picking up on things. 
like all the time not right now because i'm talking okay so i'm really not listening (laughs) (laughs) we're we're waiting for her to pick up on something so we're gonna stop talking (laughs) i'm just joking she doesn't want to hear anything of mine like, would knock her to the floor with my life. <laughs> so if you guys are interested in you know maybe speaking with her or having some relationship coaching uh, tell them about your Instagram and your website um, so the webpage is my name which is lizettesemaniego.com and my Instagram is lizettesemaniego4 which, by the way, is a number of abundance. Okay. So keep that four in your <laughs> All right. Yeah. And, all that and I just wanted to add that mm-hmm. if you're not, like, you don't have to believe in any gifts or anything of any mm-hmm. sort um, to get any type of help from me. Like, honestly, like, when you, I've had so many people that come to me that are different religions mm-hmm. that are just, as long as you're open to help, it's kind of, you'll get it. Um, right. You don't have to believe because you that I you're speak to right because you're using it more as a tool for yourself. Exactly. You don't necessarily if somebody is not uh, in that realm where they where where they want to focus in on that. Mm-hmm. You just are using it as a tool for yourself. You exactly because that. that's kind of like the way I'll do a session. If you don't believe, like I won't speak about crystals. I don't speak about any meaning of anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I will be getting information mm-hmm. to help you. Whether you above. like it or not. Exactly. Like, <laughs> like it's, and trust me, you know what happened to me last week? I had two readings um, and one canceled last minute because she was scared because she had never gotten a reading. And then I said, okay, um, that's fine. So then I called a person because <laughs> they were out of state. I called a person and I'm like, okay, I don't really do like readings with names or numbers or anything. I just kind of read your energy and it goes um, so I started doing the spread and I was like, oh my gosh, she's got so much shit going on. <laughs> and as it's getting bigger and bigger and I'm like, oh my God. And then I started talking to her and I was like, also oh, wait, you were doing this over the phone. Yeah. Over okay. the phone. Yeah. And then I started talking to her about like what I was picking up and she's like, I was like, does this resonate? Cause I didn't feel like it was her. Uh-huh. I was like, does this resonate with you? And she's like, not really. And I was like are you in a car with somebody or like you're in like a room with like several people and she's like yeah and she's like can you ask whoever is next to you if this relates to them (laughs) and she asked her and she's like oh my god to the t like every single part and but that's so crazy to me that it happens through the phone oh yeah yeah. (laughs) that i don't i always wondered that as well i never really asked anybody that Mm -hmm. if it's important that you're face to face that you can look and be like in the vicinity or if it's most important like what is it, how are you getting vibes like over the phone it just seems so far and it seems so like impersonal yeah well i mean i think to everybody it's it's different like to every reader um to me i can only really speak for myself on this one but to me i don't know how it happens but i pick up on people like that lady did not want to get a reading I didn't know these people. Like, they reached out to me through internet, so I called them. And um, and that's all I knew. I knew their phone number, and I knew the two persons that I was calling, like, their name. But I didn't really, like, while I was throwing the cards, I was throwing the cards, dialing their number. I, mm-hmm. I wasn't, like, throwing the cards thinking of them or anything like that. I was just dialing their number. So you were throwing started. cards before you even you, dialed the number. Exactly. And then by the time, because they, they didn't pick up the first time, so I already had a huge spread by the time I spoke to them. And then when I 
picked up when they picked up i said okay does this this and that because i always try to make sure that it resonates with you because it could be somebody around you the last reading that i had it was with i was with my friend christy and we were in new york is where she lives mm-hmm. and the same thing was happening the lady was just like spitting out all these things and she was like no it's not i was like no i'm not me not me but my friend was like yeah that's me yeah and so she was laughing she's like well do you want me to leave the room like do you want me to go and she was like well just back up a little bit like just that's how the girl on the phone was and then she didn't she was she didn't want the reading because she was scared so when i had the spread and she's like oh it resonates with her and i was like well does she want the message because i already have it (laughs) and she's like she's like yeah but she didn't want a reading i'm like well she's getting it and anyways so i said the whole message so how did you do you charge no no because i mean it was I mean, I charged that one girl who I, who wanted the reading. Right. And then I just gave her the message because clearly she needed to listen to it. <laughs> so did you reset the whole deck for her? Like, yeah, do afterwards. You, like, do you do like a reset, like let me hone back? Because when I was doing my reading, that's what the lady did. She had to kind of just stop for a minute and close her eyes and kind of like, she was like, let me re, like, re-channel myself yeah. so that I can kind of get Christy out of the picture. Is that just being dramatic? That happens from time <laughs> to time. But honestly, to me, like the message comes to her needs to come like yeah. like right after her i got i then said okay i'm gonna focus on her and then i started doing the cards or whatever and then i got her reading and that went perfectly fine but it was just funny because the other one was like and it's so funny because i didn't even want to get right i was so scared did it i was like well there you go <laughs> so and it always happens like her. that yeah it always happens like that like i always get people who are like skeptical about it and like oh i don't believe blah blah okay but if there's something you gotta hear you're gonna hear it right <laughs> so just be aware and that's all cool yeah so let's transition into reading by the way for the listeners this is all new to me like i didn't talk about my experience um but i haven't i've never been oh, really? read nothing no nada really yeah you know you were never well a lot of people don't get readings that's like a whole other world and never had, skept- were you skeptic about it? Um, I, I'm open. No, I'm I'm open to it. You just were it. never around it. I just was never around it. Um, I grew up um, extremely uh, religious in Southern Baptist faith, mm-hmm. and so of course that was never talked about. Yeah. Um, but you know, mom kind of mom was mom didn't say, "Oh, you're you're interviewing a psychic." She wasn't negative at all about it. She was like, "Oh, okay." Yeah. So, now we have another light. <laughs> so. <laughs> My mom's into it. Yeah. She's really into it. I think mom's interested to listen to the because our moms are our biggest fans right they now. Are. <laughs> they really are. We do have, Story of our lives. We do have other <laughs> listeners, but our moms are our biggest fans. That's so, so funny. <laughs> um, but but we, my dad used to always. I remember my dad saying that you don't talk to people like that. He said that it's bad to talk to people like that i think i think the perception there is where lizette has she's the light right yeah. so you speak through the light and don't focus on the yeah the darkness. and i think that's kind of like what gave psychics in general i don't like the word psychic because it kind of narrows and that's kind of why yeah. i like lizette's profile is and you know reading your bio on your website today in the car Steph was reading it out loud is that you don't like to um, put yourself in any sort of basket Mm -hmm. right because I honestly like every time I thought oh I'm a card reader Mm -hmm. two months later I was like oh shit I hear people and can channel them okay Mm -hmm. wait (laughs) so it's like you're always kind of limiting yourself and that's why I say like 
don't even if you see a card like don't just look at the card and look at the name and just set it on that because it's you're limiting everything right. you're kind of putting everything in a little box and there's so much more out there yeah. if you're just open to it right so yeah so who wants to get the reading first Stephanie will go first <laughs> okay so you are okay <laughs> I'm ready give it to me Ooh, I'm excited <laughs> for you this is your first reading thing I don't do is I don't read upside down cards, okay. which a lot of readers do. But I don't. I don't know why. I just don't like it. So. I feel like financially, you were kind of going through something. Mm -hmm. Like kind of, maybe not like super struggle, but mm -hmm. kind of hard to like budget and like mm -hmm. keep on track type mm -hmm. of thing. Mm -hmm. But you kind of pulled forward from it mm -hmm. and you're moving forward from it a lot like mm -hmm. you're not kind of tracking back but i do feel like there's a couple of people you might want to edit this <laughs> oh lord <laughs> like a couple of people who oh no it's not people okay it's like um bills maybe mm -hmm. like responsibilities that mm -hmm. are the ones that you feel like keep you tied down mm -hmm. um and you work hard to kind of deal with them and not so much feel like tight mm -hmm. you know what i mean like have that freedom yeah but even though you think that you like yeah even though you think that you're like trying to get a grip and because you're trying to get a grip in order to be okay mm -hmm. you're trying to get a grip because what's coming in is greater than what you think yeah. So, like, um, do you want me to... Okay, so it was your first time. Sorry. I always suck at that. Okay, so the cards that I pulled out was, like, Justice, Knight of Swords, Five of Pentacles, Four of Swords, Eight of Pentacles, and Tower. Those are the first six that we got. Mm -hmm. And each of these has a specific meaning. Okay. Um, each reader will... I mean, they have they have their textbook meaning. I don't really ever go by textbook. I go by whatever I get and whatever I see. So I see is you know you were trying to get something fair, like you were just trying to probably get a uh, fair amount of money to for your work possibly, mm -hmm. and it could also be for your self worth. Mm -hmm. So you were trying to value yourself too. Mm -hmm. Is that in the past? No, I feel like that's kind of what's happening. Like, okay. I feel this is what's happening right now. Okay. Um, which is kind of what you're working on. Making sure that you have the right amount of money, making sure... And it, everything kind of applies to yourself, too. So, mm -hmm. like, the right amount of value for yourself. Yes. Um, value for your time, for your patience, for everything. Just yeah. overall value yourself and your work and what you do, your efforts. And you are very adamant about it. Like, you're not kind of... You're not, it's not like a soft change, like you're passively changing right. into it. You're like aggressively seeking that change in your life, which is taking you away from any like bad situations 
or relationships possibly. Mm -hmm. Possibly like a person that um, constantly tells you that you're like, not constantly tells you, but constantly makes you feel like you're not worth something Mm -hmm. or takes away from your value. And then I see you you feel very like limited when that happens Mm -hmm. and it applies the same to um your money like it it, and by the way like money and love always seem to be part with um my work i don't know why like the way your money flows (laughs) your love will be flowing kind of thing so if you're struggling sometimes in bills or feeling tight your love either for yourself or for your partner or whoever's Mm -hmm. around you is kind of flowing in the same direction Um, So I feel that that whole like you're kind of tight and like you feel like you don't have anywhere to go and you feel you have this like there's no like there's not many options for you. That's how you feel Um, like you feel there's only this one solution of keeping track of your money or or keeping track of your value, making sure that you're feeling comforted and uh, is comforted a word? but you feel, mm-hmm. <laughs> but you get where I'm going with mm-hmm. it. <laughs> so you constantly feel like you like the tools you're using are the only tools that are possibly able to make you feel the way you want to feel. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's about to change if it hasn't already. And I feel like it's because um, I feel this is like what's either right like about to happen or already kind of happened okay. not too long ago, like maybe like a week or month. Um, and that's where the change comes in, like complete change, like drastic change. And then I, it goes like to the complete opposite of what you thought. Does any of it resonate? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, I feel like it's going in a direction that you don't really think. Like, it's like when you're going in. You think you're doing, like, the beginning of this whole thing, you said we started this as a passion project. Mm-hmm. And um, and in general, I don't think it's just going to be a passion project. Like, I think um, it's all going to start kind of paying off, paying forward, because there is a purpose for you both in this. Okay. Although you both may feel like you don't have enough tools, like you're kind of short, on money or you know like budgeting and all that all that other stuff and then stability yeah so I, I feel it's going to take a turn completely like to the opposite end of it so instead if you're feeling tight right now you're going to feel like really good about everything soon even though you, you have fears of it I feel like one of you has fears about the whole thing maybe of being seen Yeah, of like being seen, and one of you is more confident than the other. But I do see you both kind of stable in it. That turns like from you to us. <laughs> um, yeah, I see you both stable. I see you more stable than you. <laughs> um, yeah. Do you have questions? about anything that I said Mm-mm. or about a card Mm-mm. no um, not really there has been changes in 
like financially for me mm-hmm. like recently mm-hmm. um and not negatively mm-hmm. so that's probably where yeah it's already and it was, you said week or last month and it's been within the last month mm-hmm. so um do you feel fearful of in general in general no do you feel restricted a little bit like I'm trying to budget um, I don't think we've talked uh, about it on the podcast but I'm going to Europe so I'm just trying to budget and make sure that everything's in order for that so I don't know if that is coming into so I feel a little bit restricted on that because yeah, I have so to that's... watch my spending um, and and so that that's kind of yeah so that's to me that's this <clears throat> and then I see like like to me this wolf was you mm-hmm. and to me this girl was you and it might just be like your confidence like mm-hmm. how your confident ref- reflects mm-hmm. um like maybe what you're working on individually is kind of maybe you're going inward and you're going outward okay. as far as work like emotional spiritual or whatever um but you both that, that's what i felt for that card and I do feel like you're stable. You're going to be stable financially for sure. Like you're not going to have to worry about that. Even though you, there might be like a thing, a thing or a person that kind of, that kind of pops up. Maybe an unexpected bill, I think. Okay. Yeah, but it's not like huge. Okay. It's something small that you don't really have on your mind at right. all. And it'll, even though that pops up, like, even that pops up, when that pops up, don't worry about it, because you're going to be perfectly Small fine. Small bills are fine. Yeah. <laughs> and I do see you, like, to me, this is, this is Europe. Like, this okay. is, like, traveling and, and, and enjoying yourself. Just overall enjoying it all. So, um. And I do feel like you have somebody, like, watching over you. Like, in what way, like? Like a grandma mm-hmm. of some sort, or a grandma figure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she's making sure that you have your money and that you have everything you need financially. <laughs> oh, stop! And I start. <laughs> oh, I don't. <laughs> I get all. I, I feel it like I feel what you feel <laughs> so then I get like that too <laughs> oh. but you are you're being taken care of you have to feel good about that and and don't I'll tell you both because maybe you both have something of this sort don't because people pass over or aren't here with you mm-hmm. don't shut them out don't think that because they're not here physically they're not with you because they're always with you and if you speak to them, they listen and they will reply in ways that are familiar to you through a mm-hmm. song, through literature, through whatever, but a way that speaks only to you. Mm-hmm. So be open to that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not bad because it's funny because um, you just like the way you said that because my grandmother passed I don't know like four or five years ago Mm -hmm. maybe shorter than that but 
she she and I were really close and it's 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 funny like even when I didn't need money she would send it Mm -hmm. so she was always that type so when you said that that's what resonates with me Mm-hmm. and she is like to me this is her right here okay. you see that? Mm-hmm. and then there's like these big sacks of like money mm-hmm. oh hey Graham with the sacks of money <laughs> like they're just coins and like wealth mm-hmm. overall mm-hmm. like she's in she might not be like forefront like right there in front of you but she's mm-hmm. definitely back there taking care of all their loose ends okay. making sure that you got exactly what you want okay. the way you want it and to me, that's you, like, happy mm-hmm. and, like... Living it up in Europe <laughs> while Grandma sits with her sacks of money. <laughs> yeah, and the pentacles are... To me, pentacles are always money. Like, okay. a lot of, like, um, stability and money. And this is definitely stability and money. Okay. So money's not an issue, Because I think money <laughs> is something, like, that I worry about, but not really, but, like... In the back of your mind. In the back of my mind, but then... It's always like I have this worry, but then it's always okay. Like it's never, you know what I mean? Like you have this. Yeah, because you get all worked up. Yeah, about you it. Wor- and then and then at the end, it's it doesn't matter. Like and I think that we we as people put too much value on it, but oh yeah, it it comes when it's needed. Yeah, and it's always there when it's needed. At least yeah. that's how that's how I view it. I agree. I I um <clears throat> I agree. I think our relationship with money should be a good one in mm-hmm. order for you to kind of um have a good life because you don't you have to you have to learn to value it Mm -hmm. and you have to and by that like the only way you do that is kind of not just throwing it away because you did put work into it Mm -hmm. so the more you value your money the more you value yourself type of thing Mm And then I feel like, um, like this is your, I think this is like the renewal, basically. The renewal phase of like. Um, what's that card? Like. <laughs> oh, it's a hot man with long hair and his shirt on button. I never saw that in any of my readings. <laughs> Probably that's why. Yeah, it's like renewal, uh-huh. um, just overall. Uh-huh. A lot of balance. Mm-hmm. A lot of stability financially and then after that love <laughs> so can I ask a question yeah so what do you if because I am talking to somebody right now so is it somebody that I know right now or is how can you read that I don't feel like it's somebody you know I feel like it's somebody you're going to meet I feel the person that's in right now is gonna be part of the renewal and then they're going to be bye like washed away kind of thing like okay. you know like when you're cleaning something like mm-hmm. it's like when you they show me like a dip a dip dish in water and you come out and it's all rinsed and mm-hmm. nice ready to dry that's where i see that change in you cuz it's in you the change that has to come in order for you to have balance it's internal and that in order like after you get that balance is where it, you have to get well you get that love but it kind of goes part of par with love for yourself mm-hmm. it's funny we were talking about that today so i think um whoever is with you right now is not ready for that is not ready to have that person 
like a person that's like in tune with their self-worth that is strong in that a lot of people kind of relate to um in relationships they if they have a little bit more self-worth than their partner it's easier for them to relate Mm -hmm. just because they feel a little bit more confident about it and i think um he's not ready for that type of relationship like wait did i confuse you because i got confused (laughs) you you followed i got it yeah did you okay Mm -hmm. yeah so then after that it's kind of like you're on your path you're right on basically like right where you're supposed to be well we're always where we're supposed to be but it's like you're right on track with different parts of your life and and there is a strategy to everything there is a purpose to everything so don't get like scared or fearful mm-hmm. that um that they're you know that if you take like if an unexpected bill comes up that it's not you oh shit i fucked up or anything right. like that it's mm-hmm. like no you're you're right on track everything comes in in divine timing and then i'll just pull three out of this one that's like kind of confirmation life is wonderful thrive through the power of positive thinking and inspiring success make a wish dreams become reality a joyful time of life a situation has ended and you're finally free new opportunities for happiness will now follow put the past behind you that's true wisdom and objectivity are important now stay in your integrity a situation that calls for honest and open communication now what that's like a separate deck of cards. Yeah. Yep. These and they are all have like little messages. Yeah, they have on like a little message. I usually pull them just for confirmation of everything we spoke of, basically. Mm-hmm. And let's see, do you have any questions? Doubts? What? Yeah, you get it. I get it. <laughs> I'm woke enough. <laughs> just as long as Graham sticks around with the money bags. <laughs> We're good. We're Gucci. (laughs) She'll be around. not what I want to hear. Well, they're all good cards. Oh, good. Okay. So, my what is like, then why are you all like, oh, my life is yada, yada, yada. Because it's not. Are you missing the drama? (laughs) I said, are you missing the drama? And they're like, no, the drama's in word. So, simple as your wishes have come true, you are definitely in a very good relationship or with somebody who's a very good partner, and literally all your wishes will come true, but of course something within you can't, I don't know, like (laughs) accept or deal with or process the whole thing.
You're not accepting, like, a lot of things within yourself, of yourself. Like, you're not accepting of yourself. So you have all these, like, very nice situations happening. But you're not, like... I hate to say appreciative of them. I think you're just, like... numb to a certain extent does it resonate possibly yes numb mm -hmm. that's a good word and it's like even though they go through this hard job and now I'm speaking for them um, of like delivering and carrying all the big stones basically and delivering it at your feet you're still like in denial I think you're gifted gifted with what oh she's gifted all right <laughs> she's touched <laughs> You said your mom is into this stuff too? Yeah. I don't think my mom has had a... I don't think she's had a reading though. She's just very interested in it. And I don't think mm -hmm. she's really seen anyone about it yet. She's open-minded. She's very open-minded to it, yes. Yeah, I think you're gifted and you're like very blindsided about it. And your mom probably is too. And you're just very, um... <laughs> and it's like very, very obvious. I bet you if I like spoke to or saw like your mom, I would just pick up on it. Like it's very, do you guys have very good intuition? Do you have like, um very like weird dreams and shit. oh my gosh yes. stephanie has dreamed like no other yes yeah. like no massive other. movie production yes, yes. A full feature film the stuff Every that comes night. out of her mouth i'm like girl how do you even <laughs> yeah i think it's like a pretty obvious thing but you don't accept it so is there a way for her like i hate to ask discovery questions on your reading but <laughs> is there a way for her to like obviously the answer is yes because I'm going to talk myself into this back around into a circle is if she tapped into it more would those dreams uh, be more in control because sometimes her dreams like they truly affect her day mm -hmm. you know yeah because I mean? you're not like I feel cause... like whatever I dreamt really happened like if somebody yeah. died in my dream I'll have just a cloud of sadness on my heart all day because in my mind I feel that it truly happened to me but then I remember it was just a dream you know what I want to do to people like you <laughs> smack them in the head like, <laughs> of course because Jesus because like you're you're not dealing like we live what we have in our dreams are literally either something we're doing 
in our sleep or we're literally like going to live it like we live it no matter what it is even if it's a dream we live it like our souls live it because we're gifted so we're like invested in everything <laughs> so yes it will affect your day to day like all ha that happens to me if i'm not balanced but you have to find and i mean if you're not balanced and you're like in denial of course you're probably like letting it affect your entire life we need to get you to a gifted doctor ASAP. <laughs> gifted doctor. That's funny. I wonder if they exist. Pay Lizette all the money. <laughs> We're going to fix you. We're going to fix you. <laughs> no, because I think like the, first of all, like when you're curious about like tarot cards in general, just you're. Well, I was telling him on the way here on the car, like I was reading your profile and it. What were we talking about? Like you said something along the lines of like, you're super like sensitive and. And I feel that way. Like everything bothers me. I just can't. I just can't be like I'm a normal person. Like every little thing makes me so emotional, or I think about it like twice as hard, or like I get so invested in people or places or things. And it's just like, and I think it affects my life because not everyone else is like that. Yeah. So it causes a lot of, um, mm -hmm. a lot of. Well, I don't you know have what like the word I want to use. Battle between yourself. Yeah. Like you're trying to be normal, but you can't be. And people like think I'm just crazy. I'm like overly emotional. Like, girl, I went to a concert on Monday, and there was this guy crying, like, because he was excited, and I was crying with him. Like, oh my god! <laughs> yes. So you're feeling like I just really want to hug you, and I randomly like he was recording a video of himself. Like, I've waited my entire life to see this, <laughs> and in from the back, come on, like, <laughs> I love you. Yes. <laughs> And my sister's like, can you stop? Like, this is weird. And yeah. I'm like, no, it's not. Like, he's feeling, I feel like. Like, I feel emotions for other people. I do. Yes, that's, that's a gift. But it makes my life hard. It oh, makes no my life shit. hard for me. <laughs> Tell me about it. Because everybody, I can't get along. I can't, my relationships get strained. Like, especially with boyfriends or, like, even friends sometimes. Because People you think don't... I'm just over the top or I'm being like. Yeah, because you don't really, like, manage it. Like like I said, if you're not balanced and you don't even, like, acknowledge the existence of it, of course, you're going to be, like, a super dramatic bitch. I was. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's how you, like, you got to, like, you got to let the feeling out, so you let mm -hmm. it out. And I was a bitch all the time to people. Yeah. And I was a smart ass and shit. Everybody was like, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, because Lizzie knows it all. And I knew it all. <laughs> but I didn't have to, like, portray it that way, you know? It's just channeling the energy. You have those tendencies. It's yeah. just channeling it. Like, I see you in denial, literally. Like, and this is, I feel like this is current and future. <laughs> like, I still see you in, like, not 100% accepting of it. I don't see you struggling in money. Oh, never mind. Yeah. Okay, so... <laughs> That's funny if I would have said, oh, never mind, you are going to struggle with money. <laughs> That's a joke. Sorry. <laughs> I get carried away in my head. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> Not. Okay. Um, no, I see, like, like, you need to bring awareness to it. And I do feel like your mom has something to do with it. Like, it's either from your mom's side or your mom has a gift, too. And then um, once you become more aware of it, you kind of literally turn the wheel around. So, like, it's, like, literally you 
This is so interesting, Shifted. though, that this is what we're talking about, since we kind of talked a little bit about it in the car. Uh, it's kind of you. crazy. It, we're yeah. having the same discussion it's really we had in the car quite right interesting. Now. And I feel like that's when you kind of, like, now that you're kind of a little bit more aware, and maybe I'll give you, like, tips and stuff, like, you'll be able to go more inward and deal with it in a better way. But you do Stephanie's going to have Lizette on the speed dial. <laughs> No, there is, it's, it's hard. Let me tell you, like, first it's hard to figure it out. Then it's hard to like, okay, what do I do with it? And then it's hard to live a normal life with all of that. Like, it's just hard. <laughs> and honestly, like, I mean, I was put in the position at an early age because all the people I know that do this are way older than me. Like every time I went to like a circle or some of some sort of this, it was always like 40, 50, 60 year olds mm-hmm. and me. <laughs> Did they say that they felt it since a child? Some of them, yeah, but not all of them. We're always like in denial. I mean, we grow up in this little bubble that it's supposed to be this, 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 yeah. this way. And then how's your mind even going to think there's any other possibility? Mm-hmm. Like your mind's already trained from the get. So you get thrown into like shitty situations in order to for you to seek the light because you need it yeah yeah but i don't see you like half the way you feel about yourself (laughs) i see it all like very well and like your relationship is really good too whoever it is or whatever it is hmm Yeah, like it has to open up, like you have to be more open about the value of the things that you're going through. Like the dreams and all that stuff, like the stuff you feel, like don't discard it, don't think it's trash, like because it's not perfect. Um, And I'll say that to both, like when you have like a negative emotion, Mm -hmm. instead of just being like, oh, this is bullshit, I need to go out there and forget about it. Mm -hmm. No, deal with it. Like. I think that that her saying that not from for me necessarily but I think that for you like yeah I'm feeling something with that yeah yeah he knows me pretty well I mean probably better than anyone else yeah you you just need to embrace it I I think I wrote something about that in one of my posts lately like the shitty situations like and always trying to like portray something nice and sometimes you're not fucking feeling nice yeah and you just gotta deal with it and that's what it is you don't have to pretend anything because that's and you have to and you keep like taking away the value of that emotion when those are the emotions that give like the most value because without sadness you don't know what fucking happy is Mm -hmm. it's true you won't value like anything if you don't value not having anything it's true. So you have to embrace the negative in order to bring light to it. Because that's where all the happy places are. <laughs> in the light. That's such a light worker. <laughs> See the light. Go for it. <laughs> so happy over there. <laughs> Do you have any questions? 
I mean, I have a lot of questions. <laughs> okay, wait, let's finish. Um, insights that come from quiet meditation, the need for more sleep or time off, seek relief from stress. There is a better course of action available to you. Working alone may not be the best answer. Review all the details. <laughs> <laughs> An excellent opportunity will be offered to you. Scholarships or the pursuit of education. Time to get to work. I'm not going back to school. Oh, child. <laughs> Maybe it's time to get back to work and go to school. Humor, and learn stop. How to be gifted. It's time to get educated on what your purpose is in order to like deal with all this. And unfortunately, you do have to learn how to meditate. <laughs> I started doing like guided meditations, and then I would fall asleep. <laughs> and I then, do that sometimes at night. Yeah, and then um, and that's probably if you do it like before bed, that's probably why your dreams are so specific. It's not always though. Yeah. Usually it's just always. You need to start journaling your dreams or recording them. I guarantee you there's like a thousand answers to like a billion of your questions. Yeah, I have, especially this week, I've been having a really crazy dream. Last night I had a really crazy one and I thought, it's so weird you say that because I thought to myself, I want to get up and write this down. You know when you're like half asleep and half mm -hmm. not? I was like, I want to write this down because I know I'll forget it. And it was so, it was like a lot of specific details. And I woke up, but then I fell back asleep because I wasn't all the way awake. Mm -hmm. But I thought in that moment, like, I want to write this down. Yeah. Because I know I won't remember it. Record them. Sometimes I don't I remember. But sometimes, I, most of the time I do. Record them. That's what I do. Like, I'll wake up at like 4 a.m. half asleep. With one eye open, and I put record. It's, like, literally, like, on the swipe up. Like, I press it, record, and I'm like, this and this. I was there. I just, this, this, da, 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 Finish. Okay, bye. And then I go to sleep, and I hear it the next day. I swear, every time I hear it, when I'm, like, when I record it half asleep, I'm like, I said that? Like, when did I even record this thing? <laughs> I have no memory of what I dreamt yeah. at all. Just because it's, like, deep, detailed stuff. Yeah. But there's always messages there's always answers well thank you so much Lizette for You're coming welcome. and spending our time your time three with hours us. with us yesterday <laughs> <laughs> hopefully you didn't have any plans no I didn't but <laughs> You're good. thank you so much um you know everyone who's listening you know I felt you know a great energy here in the room and it was definitely very positive and uh I appreciate Lizette and I hope you guys all will check her at check her out and before we go, we're going to have to yeah, announce our... We'll announce. But I also wanted to just go over one more time her um, information. What languages do you speak? Do you just... Do you Spanish speak Spanish? and English. And yeah. Portuguese también or no? No. No? Okay. I understand it fully, but I can't... Pochete? Pochete. Mm -hmm. That's a different... That's our favorite word. That's my that's favorite word. That's an inside <laughs> joke. Portuguese. It's an inside joke. Uh, okay, so uh, English or Spanish. Mm -hmm. Okay. And uh, go ahead and shout out your Instagram again. Uh, Lizette Samaniego 4. And LizetteSamaniego.com. And we're going to post that on, um, on our Instagram. If you look under... Um, our story highlights, we'll put a story highlight under um, guests 
and sh- her picture. I'm sure a picture because we're gonna do a selfie after this. Oh dang! And we'll put a picture of us with uh, Lizette and then all of her contact information on that highlight. Okay. Um, so Stephanie, we're gonna finish up the episode. You have to. We promise everyone that we're gonna announce the winner. Of, <laughs> and the winner is of the uh, Key Australia sunglasses that caught we caught up with Crystal. All right. Congratulations, so, Crystal. We're gonna. This is this episode is coming out on Sunday, but then we're not gonna really post this on the Instagram until so probably Monday. Um. So if you hear this, send us the message. If you see it. Send us a DM with your info so we can get you the glasses. All right, guys. So thank you again for joining. Uh, remember to follow us on Instagram at Orlando Out of Context. Visit, visit us, if I can speak, at OrlandoOutOfContext.com. And listen and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. And make sure you leave us uh, a review on iTunes. And until next time, we'll see you later. Bye. 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 <laughs> but uh, we have very complicated love lives. But but I'm curious well, to see what you say. Well, take advantage because I'm here and I'm helping. So. You might need the whole table. I don't know what that <laughs> little piece is gonna do.